But uh, two holidays in particular during this coronavirus uh, stuff that, uh, that have, uh, we've had and uh, have posed a problem. One was Resurrection uh, Sunday. Uh, it was difficult for churches, uh, all, you know, churches like ours, churches not like ours, uh, to go through Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, uh, and not be able to assemble together. We had church outside, and, uh, but as much as, you know, it was just different. It was weird, and uh, you couldn't do a lot of the same things. A lot of time, like for us, we would go to a brunch somewhere and, uh, and, and eat. And, uh, and today even, you know, on Memorial Day, usually restaurants are filled with people who are uh, celebrating uh, the holiday, uh, and it's just different. Uh, you know, campgrounds are closed. People are staying close to home. Now, what's not different is the traffic in grocery stores. <laughs> uh, if you went shopping yesterday or the day before, uh, you could see, I mean, lines just way down there. People people are still going to barbecue. People are still going to eat. Uh, and I uh, was at a, uh, at a butcher shop uh, yesterday, uh, and uh, they uh, everybody, in, you know, lines out the door, and everybody's waiting to get in there. And, and everybody was talking about, uh, you know, this is just like socialism and on and on and on. And it's just a very uh, pro-America, uh, you know, line at uh, the Blue Max uh, butcher shop. Uh, it's a whole different kind of line at Whole Foods uh, if you go there. Uh, and just because vegetarians are communists. Uh, well, some of you get that here in a minute. Can I get an amen on that? All right, just a couple of them. Couple of them on there. Now, uh, so the conversations are different. Uh, in the different lines. But Memorial Day uh, is a day where we remember, uh, we remember the sacrifices uh, that have been made uh, to secure our freedom. The Resurrection Day was difficult to celebrate, uh, you know, um, the liberty that we have in Christ, that he is, his sacrifice that he made uh, for us, and uh, remembering, of course, the resurrection and celebrating that. Memorial Day seems to be kind of a, a, a buzzkill for me uh, because we can't celebrate um, the sacrifice uh, and remember the sacrifices that were made for us on Memorial Day. Um, there are, you know, uh, no parades. Uh, there aren't uh, the big uh, picnics that people would have, and um, whether at church or with their families. Uh, I've, I've read that there are cemeteries that you can't go to uh, because they're practicing social distancing, uh, can't uh, you can't even put flags uh, in some places on the grave sites of uh, our veterans? Uh, no visitors, and just uh, just a lot of crazy thing. And think about that: um, those men and women gave their lives to secure our freedom, uh, and uh, and then our freedoms and civil liberties are, have been infringed upon uh, to a place to where we can't even. We can't even do the things that uh, we want to do as Americans, all under the guise of uh, the need temporarily so with the coronavirus. And not to get into everything, but uh, I just personally feel like uh, that much of it has been overblown. And I know that people have died. It's real. And, uh, and, uh, but, uh, but having said that, uh, I, I think uh, there's too much hyperbole, uh, too many scare tactics and, uh, in all of that. Bottom line is, is that we can't, it's kind of a, an anticlimactic thing to celebrate Memorial Day uh, as a family, as a holiday, uh, to remember those who gave their life uh, for our freedoms uh, when our freedoms have been kind of tamped down. And, and again, hopefully uh, temporarily, uh, but, uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of things that are going to go 
uh, even beyond this. Uh, I want to preach this morning again, uh, this morning and then tonight, uh, on the subject or the title of the message, uh, Losing Liberty, Taking Liberty. Losing Liberty uh, and Taking Liberty. In Galatians chapter number 5, and we'll read one verse there, and I'm going to have you turn to a number of verses this morning, uh, and, and really a lot of what I'm going to say uh, this morning is in introduction for what I'm going to say uh, tonight. Uh, but the Bible says this in chapter number 5 and verse number 1, book of Galatians, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Uh, let me pray and ask a blessing on the message, and then we'll continue forward. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless uh, the reading of your word. I pray that you bless the message this morning. Uh, help us all to see uh, the truth, the application, and speak to our hearts, please. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I believe that as uh, I'm, a, I'm an American, I love America, uh, and uh, I'm a patriot. Uh, I, I've never served in uh, the military, and uh, and uh, but I but I love I love America. I love our freedoms. I love uh, everything about our country uh, in regards to its origin. By the way, uh, we owe a lot to. Uh, I've got to back this up for a second. I'm getting some raindrops, and so I got to cover up my Bible. Uh, I'm thankful uh, for uh, the liberty. I'm thankful for to be an American. Uh, I'm thankful for everything about our country in that respect. Uh, I'm disappointed in things. Obviously, you are as well. Uh, and uh, not everything about uh, that goes on in our country is uh, is what I would like it to be as an American, uh, especially as a Christian. Uh, and uh, we we need more churches planted. We just need we need to be going forward, not backward, when it comes to our liberties, standing uh, for our rights and standing for our civil liberties are something that every um, red-blooded American should do. Um, ever since this whole thing has begun, uh, there's been pastors in particular, and I've tried to strike a balance uh, between obeying the Lord and obeying, uh, you know, the rules and things that have been placed upon uh, us uh, in our in our government, particularly here uh, in Washington State. And it's been a hard balance for people to strike. Uh, but there's been some who have just, you know, uh, come out to the to the fact that uh, you know we just need to follow uh, the government's leading. This is not we're not suffering persecution. Uh, you know uh, it, we shouldn't equate us not being able to meet together as a church uh, to uh, suffering for Jesus like we're some kind of martyrs. Uh, and I understand a little bit about what they meant about that. Uh, but one of the things that's disappointed me uh, is their unwillingness to stand for liberty. Um, we have a right as Americans to do what we're doing right now. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful uh, for uh, churches who have continued to have services uh, like ours. Uh, I'm, thankful for, I'm thankful for some of them who've just kind of thumbed their, uh, their, you know, uh, their opponents in the eye uh, in regards to all of this. Uh, and somehow we can't be uh, American and patriotic and stand for our rights uh, and to be Christian, and it is just, it is an absolute nonsense. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, you know, uh, one of, you know, I've known a lot of preachers who have uh, kind of stood out in regards to all that. This last weekend, uh, my friend Brother Shiflet 
uh, it was preaching last Wednesday and wasn't wasn't you know planned, but uh, they had gotten a cease uh, and desist order from the county, Baltimore County. Uh, and he's like, he just rips it up in the service and bless God, we're just going to follow God and rips it up. And, uh, and of course that just, um, blew up and, and all kinds of news channels and different things and have picked up on, he's done a bunch of interviews and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he has had a lot of support, uh, from Christians and churches who are thankful that someone's standing up, uh, for, uh, for rights, uh, Christian rights in America. And then there are a lot of churches that, same way, uh, especially out in the East, who decided they're going to um, uh, start services and no matter uh, what the government says, and, uh, and that's great. Uh, and with all the positive have come a lot of negative. Um, you know, people don't understand uh, why uh, Christians need to assemble uh, in a manner like we, we want to, and, uh, and they think it's unfair, or unsafe, and, or that we don't care, and, and how Christian is it to, uh, to just... Uh, inflict others with the coronavirus because we're so selfish and uh, and so with all the accolades in particular, say Brother Shiflet, uh, with the people who write in and send in emails and letters uh, and things in regards to uh, the positive side, we're glad that you're standing up. Uh, there's been a rash of negativity as well, uh, and uh, and we've seen churches that have been burnt out in Mississippi and other places for uh, for meeting and assembling. Uh, I'm thankful for people who stand. Uh, I'm thankful uh, that uh, they make a firm stand, and we are to stand, uh, and to stand in the liberty that Christ has given us, but to stand uh, as Americans. And I think we forget why uh, we celebrate uh, Memorial Day. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is both the observed and traditional day for Memorial Day. Uh, that only happens periodically now with calendars and whatever, but uh, back in 1971, the observed day was changed from the traditional day of May 30th uh, to uh, the last Monday in May. And I want to read to you some things about Memorial Day and, and for a specific reason. But uh, I suppose a lot of people look at Memorial Day uh, as the, the kickoff to summer. Uh, that really isn't the case now. I mean, we can't really do the things that we'd want to do. In fact, we've had to cancel uh, father-son camp out because uh, the uh, places are going to be closed. and So they use Memorial Day as a, a time, uh, you know, it's a season of, uh, season of barbecues and picnics and outdoor activity and all that. Uh, Congress purposefully moved it to a Monday uh, so it would make for a long holiday weekend. Uh, and uh, most years, people are thankful for that. I, uh, it's funny me seeing a lot of people saying, yay, uh, you know, a long weekend when they've been off for months uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, really, uh, it almost takes that away uh, a little bit that longer weekend. But uh, they moved it to Monday so that it would make a long holiday weekend. Uh, that, of course, is good for businesses usually and uh, recreational enterprises and, uh, and uh, for the obvious reasons and industrial concerns, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, Memorial Day was moved to that time. Uh, again, sadly, most people have forgotten the actual reason Memorial Day uh, became a holiday, but uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, our national observance of Memorial Day dates back to uh, to 1868, uh, when General John A. Logan, who was the commander in chief of the Grand Army of the Republic, uh, named May 30th as a special day to honor the graves of Union soldiers. So the uh, the Grand Army of the Republic was organ an organization of Union veterans of the Civil War. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to get into it uh, with what I'm reading right now, 
but I, I want to encourage you to go to websites like uh, Department of Veterans Affairs and, and other places and, uh, or to Google, uh, you know, how many Americans have lost their lives uh, in service for their country. Uh, both, uh, they'll, they'll have statistics that show uh, this, are, are, this many men and women died uh, on the battlefield in, in this war. Uh, and uh, there are this many uh, men and women uh, and children and whatever. They have different categories. Those that were in theater, out of theater, those that died on the battlefield, uh, those that uh, succumbed to, uh, to injuries uh, off of the battlefield. Uh, but, uh, but there's been uh, 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 almost 2 million people uh, as you put all those things together uh, over the course of our country uh, that have lost their lives. That's what we look at it and remember on Memorial Day uh, is uh, are all those lives that were lost uh, in the securing uh, of our freedoms. Uh, General Logan's order was that the day was to be designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers uh, or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion. So hence it was called Decoration Day. Uh, because of the strewing of flowers. Uh, they talked a little bit different back then uh, than we do now. Uh, the selection of May 30th is attributed to uh, a Virginian of French descent, uh, Cassandra Oliver Moncour, uh, who may have selected this date uh, because of the Day of Ashes in France, and, uh, and uh, that was the day that Napoleon's remains were returned to uh, France from St. Helena. Uh, and so there's a debate, uh, and always has been, on the location and date of the first observance of Memorial Day uh, in America. Uh, some claim that the custom of honoring the war dead began in Bolsburg, Pennsylvania. Others claim the custom was originated by some Southern woman uh, who placed flowers on the graves of both Union and Confederate soldiers after the war between the states. Uh, one writer states that the first Memorial Day service took place on May 30th in 1866, on Belle Isle, uh, a burial ground for Union soldiers uh, in the St. James River uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, the school superintendent and the mayor uh, of that town planned a, a program and, uh, of hymns and speeches and, and had a burial ground decorated with flowers. Uh, and, uh, but then there's some that think that uh, it began in 18, or excuse me, 1966 uh, and uh, or it was proclaimed by the federal government, rather, in 1966, that the birthplace of the of Memorial Day was Waterloo, uh, New York, uh, because someone on May 5th, 1865, uh, honored some soldiers uh, that had died. The federal government uh, seems to think it has the power uh, to make the final decisions on pretty much everything uh, for everyone. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's uh, it's not necessarily completely relevant as to uh, what date. Memorial Day started, uh, where it started, uh, but what is relevant is why uh, we celebrate uh, this as a country, uh, because we want to uh, remember those who have lost their life. Uh, but the reason uh, that we celebrate uh, and remember Memorial Day uh, can be lost altogether uh, if, we, if we don't remember the real reasons. Again, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or Easter or whatever, people do the things that they're going to do. We try to remind people uh, the importance of remembering why 
uh, the holiday is being celebrated in the first place. And you see, in America, uh, you might not be a Christian uh, and celebrate Christmas or Easter. Uh, the reason for the season, uh, as we would say it, uh, might not resonate with you because you are an unbeliever or an atheist or an agnostic or whatever. You may be a, a, a Buddhist or whatever the case may be. Uh, we have holidays where uh, people do what they do and they, and they don't necessarily uh, agree with uh, the Christian view of the reason for those holidays. But Memorial Day, as an American, uh, is something that all of us, uh, the, the, the freedom, the, right, uh, the, the rights that we have to be a Christian, uh, the, the God-given rights that God has given us, the, the, the rights that we have to, to speak out and, uh, and to protest or, uh, or to be whatever, all of them, uh, all those rights uh, hinge on uh, the lives uh, that were given in securing uh, those rights in the first place. Uh, and as an American, and it's why it always bothers me when people enjoy the freedoms that America would give, but yet they have uh, a difficult time in being grateful uh, for our history and uh, our American history, our Baptist history in America. Uh, I kind of look at it this way with, uh, with some of the, the people who have been standing up uh, against all this stuff going on and for churches to assemble. Many of them have been strong, strong Baptists. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, I'll just put this out there. Uh, many of the weak Baptists uh, and uh, the people who have a problem with strong leadership uh, in Baptist churches all just kind of sit back uh, and wait and will glean the benefits and, uh, of, uh, of, of the, uh, the preachers and stuff that have stood up. They sit back in the quiet uh, and let everybody else do all the hard work uh, like they've always done. And I'll just throw that out there. Uh, and I'm thankful for strong, independent, fundamental Baptists uh, who have been taking a stand uh, with all this. Now, uh, the reason uh, for Memorial Day in looking at lives, lives that have been given uh, to secure our freedom, uh, we're to remember all of that. Uh, and uh, I just can't imagine living in a country where, where we would go backwards when it comes to our liberties. Uh, for me, uh, the infringement upon our liberties right now um, diminishes uh, and cheapens the lives that were given to secure those liberties. Uh, the fact that uh, there's churches that can't meet uh, and uh, on Memorial Day of all times uh, is, a, is an infringement upon our rights, uh, but it's a slap in, a f in the face uh, to every person who's given their life for this country. I, I couldn't imagine going back to a time where a lot of these things are normal. Uh, and uh, in uh, fact, I was listening to a lady going off yesterday uh, in the line at the butcher shop uh, and just telling everybody, uh, you know, this isn't what our country uh, is supposed to be like, and this is what socialism looks like. And, uh, and, and people are like, amen, sister. I mean, we were almost having church uh, out there in the parking lot uh, at the butcher shop. Um, there are people that, that they cannot fathom. Uh, they cannot wrap their minds around any of the things that are going on right now. Um, and, and I guarantee you a lot of those people uh, have uh, husbands and wives and uh, maybe a grand, grandfather or whomever, some, a family member that gave their life for freedom and for them to stand in line uh, to get uh, you know, uh, a, a rationed 
um, you know, number of meat products just flies in the face of everything that is American to them. And I would agree. Uh, remembering, but uh, just as much as uh, as our um, an inf- rights being infringed upon, civil rights as an American is a is a cheapening uh, of the sacrifice that was made uh, for us uh, on uh, the beaches of Normandy or wherever. Um, the same thing is true when we when we uh, go too far, when rights are taken away civilly, uh, I think it's a slap in the face of every American who's died uh, in securing those. When we abuse liberty uh, and the grace of God, uh, it is a slap in the face uh, to the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made uh, on the cross of Calvary. And to help us to not forget, because we had had to struggle through Easter uh, and Resurrection Sunday, and it kind of uh, pulled all the uh, the teeth out of uh, of that holiday uh, as we celebrate it as Christians, I want to remind us today, today is a day of remembering lives. Uh, and, but the Bible says, greater life, or greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to a bunch of scriptures right now. Uh, so if you follow along in your Bibles, I just want to remind you of the reasons why uh, we meet as a church, uh, the reasons why uh, we have heaven uh, to look forward to as we pass on. Uh, the hope that we have in Christ, all of that. Uh, there's just some of these verses. And again, these all introductory uh, for uh, what we're going to do even later today. In John chapter number 10 and verse number 11, the Bible says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life uh, for the sheep. Jesus Christ gave his life for me. He gave his life for you, his sheep. John 10, verse number 15, As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. In John chapter number 10, verses 17 and 18, the Bible says, Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. In Romans chapter number 5 and verse number 6, the Bible says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, uh, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse number 3 For I delivered unto you first of all, which I have also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Galatians 1, verse number 3, says this, down through verse number 5, Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins, that He might deliver us from the present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. First John chapter number 2, verse number 1, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. For if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. First John chapter number 4, verse number 10, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. 
Uh, John 15, 13, which I butchered a moment ago, says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Hebrews chapter number 9, verse number 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Hebrews chapter number 10 and verse number 10. By the which we were all sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Uh, the Bible says this in 1 Peter chapter number 2, verse number 24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. 1 John 1, verse number 7, but if we walk in the light, he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Failure to remember and honor the sacrifices by those who have gone before us will of necessity lead to a failure to preserve the very things for which they died. Let me read that again. Failure to remember and honor the sacrifices by those who have gone before us will of necessity lead to a failure to preserve the very things for which they had died. Um, one of the problems we have in our country is the rewriting of American history. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, being silly, the lines at Whole Food are, uh, uh, foods are filled with people who might not be uh, very patriotic is because they've learned not to be. Uh, and uh, our schools, uh, you know, um, are a mess. Uh, we've rewritten uh, American history. Uh, young people uh, don't know um, what has happened uh, in all the wars that have been fought. They fail to remember, and because they fail to remember, uh, it's going to lead uh, to the fact that uh, our freedoms are not going to be pre preserved. Uh, I was reading uh, about, um, it's like roughly one out of three uh, millennials um, say that they're democratic socialists. Uh, you know, to me, that's crazy. Uh, in America, uh, that we would have that type of a statistic. Uh, there have been, again, one and a half million military personnel or greater that have lost their lives in defense of our Constitution uh, and liberty, uh, and uh, many more uh, have been wounded. Uh, yet we'll have, we'll have young people, uh, and, and by the way, not even always young people, uh, that say they would, they would rather be socialists uh, and live in a socialistic country. Meanwhile, um, a poll found nearly half of all millennial Democrats uh, identify as democratic socialists or socialists. Um, to me, that's mind-blowing. It's, my, it's, it's mind-boggling uh, to know that that number uh, is what it is. Uh, we have forgotten. Um, we've forgotten what everybody has done. We've, we've forgotten the, the sacrifices. It's not that we're, def, you know, this year we're not putting flags on, uh, on cemetery, on grave sites and having parades and all the things that we're doing. Uh, it's a it's, it's hundred times worse than that. Uh, we, our country uh, is, is going down the tubes because we have simply forgotten the price that has been paid. And when, when we have forgotten... Uh, and when we, when our rights are being forfeited and taken away, uh, it cheapens uh, the sacrifice. But what cheapens the sacrifice that Christ has given for us uh, is the failure to obey Him. 
to take our liberties in ways that we shouldn't. Now, I mention all this in, for our service tonight because we're going to be going into uh, a revival service, all right? Uh, we can't plan to have revival. Uh, we can plan to have revival meetings. We're doing the best that we can uh, to accommodate that here uh, with uh, Brother Hamlin uh, as well as our needs for the church. But the bottom line is, is that we, all of us, the Bible says that if my people will humble and pray and seek his face, uh, then will I. You know what our country needs? Our country needs people getting saved, uh, and it needs for God's people uh, in the local churches all across this country uh, to decide uh, that they're going to be uh, right with God, and they're going to go for it, and they're going to stand uh, in the liberty uh, that Christ has given them and made us free. Uh, I'm thankful uh, that God has set me free from the bondage of sin. But the verse that we read at the beginning of our time, uh, where it says, let me read it again, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And it warns us, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I do not want to be entangled again uh, with the yoke of bondage in regards to my civil liberties. I do not want to be entangled again in the yoke of bondage uh, of my sin. So I want to remember the sacrifices because in doing so, I honor uh, the memories of those who have secured my civil liberties. Uh, but I'm also trying to remember all that Christ has done for me in securing my, my freedom from sin. Uh, and I want to live up to that as much as I want to live up to uh, to those who've gone on before us here. And I think as Christians, we need to be reminded more of that uh, than we do uh, of the freedoms. You know, see, when we, are, when, our, when we can't move freely in America, when, when we are quarantined to our homes or uh, have to go in food lines and other things, um, uh, we don't like that. I mean, I don't like that. I'm pretty sure uh, that everybody who is listening to me right now uh, does not like it. And God forbid uh, if, uh, if to, to slap uh, the, in the face uh, every man and woman who has died to secure those, uh, we say we need to go forward. Uh, but, but we don't apply the same logic, if you will, to our lives as Christians. As we go into tonight and next week uh, for our revival meeting, I really want everyone at Berean Baptist Church to just take inventory uh, of, of our lives. To, to seek the face of God, to pray uh, and seek the will of God, uh, to like David to pray for God, you know, to try our hearts and, uh, and uh, to seek his face, to, uh, to see if there's any wicked way in us. Because uh, our land needs healing. Our church needs revival. People need to be saved. Uh, but church isn't a social club. Uh, we, when we get back together as a church, uh, I love the fellowship is all part of it. Uh, and everything we're going to do as a church, worship, everything's a part of it. Uh, but we just really need the touch of God and the hand of God in our life. Uh, we are, uh, we are uh, in unprecedented times, yes. Uh, but we have an answer from God for all of it. Um, if my people, your God's people, we need to humble ourselves and pray and repent and turn from our wicked ways uh, and, uh, and get a hold of God. 
uh, and just obey him. Obedience to God is how we show our love for God. He has done so much. I just read a bunch of verses and all that God has done. He gave his life for me. How dare I um, go back on anything that God has done for me? How dare I, as a Christian, uh, go back uh, into the things that Jesus has set me free from? Uh, We just really need the touch of God in our life. Now tonight, I'm going to say more about it. Uh, and uh, from those verses that I read just a little while ago, uh, and look at how we uh, take liberty too far. We've had liberty taken from us uh, as American citizens, uh, but we also take too much liberty uh, as Christians. Uh, and, and we oftentimes confuse the two. Uh, I, I know that the Bible says that, uh, that, uh, that I've been set free uh, but I'm not to take that liberty and use it for the occasion of the flesh. Uh, and uh, the Bible is very clear uh, about that. Look back in Galatians chapter number 5, and, uh, and we're almost done. The Bible says this in verse number 13, For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor uh, as thyself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed uh, one of another. And then uh, goes on through some list of things. But the Bible says that we're not to use our liberty as an occasion of the flesh. Uh, and if we're just, just really transparent and honest, even the liberties that we enjoy as Americans, we use as an occasion of the flesh. I'm not saying that uh, enjoying liberties is wrong. I, I want to enjoy them. Um, but we take things too far. And I think we've taken things too far as a country. Uh, and uh, and I, I don't know that we'll ever see revival in America like we've seen in the past, but we can see revival uh, in Berean Baptist Church. We can see revival uh, in Puyallup and the greater Tacoma area. Uh, we can have revival in our homes uh, if we just refocus back on what God and remember. So as, I'm, as you remember the lives that have been given uh, for you as an American, I want you to really contemplate and remember and just zero in like a laser beam on the fact that Jesus Christ gave his life for you uh, and, uh, and the liberty that you have in Christ through him uh, is something that is such a precious, precious thing. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, um, the liberty that you have in Christ, uh, you can have in a free America. The liberty you have in Christ, you can have in a closed communist country. Uh, you can have it uh, somewhere, you know, in the uh, you know Pacific Northwest, uh, but you can have it in the Far East uh, because Jesus Christ, uh, of, because of what He has done uh, on Calvary's tree. So I really want us today to be thinking about both of those, uh, and uh, it's a terrible day uh, to celebrate Memorial Day like we have to celebrate it today. Um, but after a while, things will get back to normal, uh, and, uh, and it's not going to be the same as what we, will re- what we have today uh, in 2020. Uh, and, and a lot of that going back to normal have nothing to do with you, have nothing to do with me. Just things will open up, and things are just whatever. We'll just kind of uh, uh, roll with the punches, and, uh, and things will, some things will be closed permanently. Some things will open uh, you'll be able to move about the country and fly and all the things, uh, and it'll just happen. And you'll have zero control over it. 
But what you do have control over uh, is how you view your Christian liberty and how you work that Christian liberty, how you work out your own salvation, how you walk with God, how obedient are you? Uh, do you love God? Is God the most important thing to you? Uh, and you can have revival in your heart, and that is 100% absolutely up to you. And so will you determine uh, today, uh, and as you pray this week, and perhaps involve yourself in the focus, refocus fast at the end of the week, God, I'm serious uh, about you, and I'm serious uh, about uh, uh, my life and my service for you, and I'm not going to use my Christian liberty as an occasion of flesh, but to serve uh, one another. And I'm thankful to be in America and with its freedoms and, uh, and, and all that it means, but Lord, also that it gives me the freedom uh, and everything else to be able to serve you uh, like I can. And I'm recommitting myself uh, to that. Uh, Memorial Day has been cheapened uh, by uh, the government officials uh, who have overstepped and overreached, uh, which, by the way, um, there's a lot of people that warned about that at the beginning. Uh, but it's happened. Uh, and let's not let it cheapen it all anymore for us by standing, standing firm and standing up uh, for our rights as Americans. But let's also stand up for Christ uh, in our churches and in our workplaces. And I believe that'll bring honor uh, and glory to Him. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless uh, this message uh, help us all to see uh, and remember uh, the sacrifices that have been made for us uh, on battlefields all across this world, but Lord, also on the cross. God, we're so thankful for your sacrifice and what it means to us in our life. And I pray that every one of us would live up to that and not cheapen it uh, with disobedience and sin uh, and the things that would prevail. God, help us, please. We love you in Jesus' name.